This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Ruziel, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity create a life based on freedom. This is Ask and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today I am talking to Johanna Walker, Untucking Yourself, Courageous Speaking and Why It Matters. Welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. So I always start with my first question, which is, uh, what is your soul shared with you throughout your journey? My soul has shared so many things with me. The recent lesson for me is a, has been a big one, a big one. I have, uh, I, I recently had to, I left a situation that was toxic and uh, I, you know, I was embroiled in this mess. And the moment I made my decision to leave, 30 minutes later, I got a text that opened the door to my, this was a living situation that opened the door to my next home, which turned out to be my dream home. And uh, later that day, I drew a tarot card that said, your obsession with possession is clouding your view. Let go of your coins, <laughs> Let go of your coins to continue on your path. And that has been a remarkable teaching for me over the last three months. Let go of your coins to continue on your path. I have let go of so much in the last three months and certainly throughout my life. But this is really, I am just like bowing down to spirit, to the divine right now, because what has come back to me has been profound you know to really trust and to let go and to surrender and then to allow the abundance to come back my way has been so significant and such a humbling lesson for me that's beautiful and I think so often people you know you took a big giant leap of trust and as always that the universe rose up for you so let's talk about what you mean by courageous speaking what does that mean for you? I'm, it means putting yourself out with all the parts of you, letting yourself be a little bit messy sometimes, a little bit raw, a little bit vulnerable, taking a stand for your genius, which might not look like somebody else's genius, taking a stand for the, the simplicity and the beauty of your own story which might not be full of fanfare and and again might not look like somebody else's might not be what you thought your story was supposed to look like but really taking a stand for that opens doors and creates authentic connection and and lets you be more of more of yourself in the world yeah so that sounds amazing <laughs> And everyone goes, how do you do that? So how do you start to do that? <laughs> well, I think you take little, little uh, uh, ba- baby steps. 
I, when I'm helping somebody craft a talk, I'm a speaking coach. I help people craft talks. And one of the things I talk about when you're speaking to your audience is, is to, to get a yes. You want to get a yes from your audience, but sometimes you have to get little, little mini yeses on the way to the big yes. So you're always trying to find exactly where your audience is. What can they say yes to right now that will be, that will guide them on the path to the big yes you want them to get them to? You want to get them to. And I think that's true for ourselves too. We get to say little yeses to ourselves too. And how can we take those, those little steps outside of our comfort zone, notice that nothing bad happened, sit and hang out in that discomfort and start to get comfortable there. Then we, we sort of train the muscle of taking bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger leaps and saying bigger and bigger yeses to ourselves. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the movie, What About Bob? But uh, he baby steps, baby steps, Bob, just a baby step. I mean, and he baby steps his, his entire way from New York City to like New Hampshire by baby stepping. Yeah. I, you know, that always cracks me up because baby step, Bob, baby step, you know, like a little step can get you farther and farther. And as you keep doing it, it allows you to really... Uh, kind of practice that courage and then yeah you know more and more is propelled forward yeah and and being for me I think and for so many of my clients being with the discomfort of even the tiny steps again that's what really lays the ground for the bigger steps yeah so how does someone start to take you know when they're feeling a little anxious about using their voice what do you suggest? Because sometimes even that baby step is is filled with anxiety and dread. Yeah, well, I would say two things. One is, one of my rules in, in the programs that I lead is go before you're ready. If you wait till you feel ready, and I'm all for practice and preparation and rehearsal, but if you wait until you feel ready, you might be waiting a lifetime. So go before you're ready. Sometimes take sometimes we take baby steps and sometimes you just got to leap. You just got to leap into the dark. And so one is go before you're ready. Trust that, you know, just like in the story that I told at the top of our conversation, trust that if you're in alignment with your truth, the universe is going to lift you up and be there. So sometimes you just got to go before you're ready. The other thing is all of those nerves and anxiety and fear that shows up in our minds and our hearts and our bodies when we can rewrite the story about those things what happens is we get caught in our minds and you know we say oh I'm not very good at this I'm not ready I don't have a good story to tell nobody really wants to hear what I have to say she does it better when we start to buy into those stories we get stuck there but when you can drop the st- lose the story and drop into sensation, then it starts to transform. And by that, I mean, what's the experience you're having in your body? Oh, my heart is beating. Oh, I feel a knot in my belly. Oh, my throat is a little bit dry. I feel some tension in my neck. Okay, those are just sensations. That's just part of being human. So when we can let go of the story we make up about them, let go of judgment, Stop making them a problem and just say, yeah, 
I'm having some sensation in my body and I'm doing this thing. So we, we unhook from the story and, and get more present in the experience. It makes us more present in our own humanity and it helps us take those, you know, not put so much stake in the feelings of nerves and discomfort. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people misinterpret that feeling of anxiousness as excitement. Right. You know, I think that so often people go, oh, I'm still feeling anxious. It's like, really, is it anxious or they're like, no, it's excitement now. Right. So, you know, I think it's really about how, again, what you're saying to yourself and then noticing that that emotions and feelings are are a lot more complex than we allow them to be when we are telling a one sided story. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the biggest thing that uh, you walk through by courageously speaking? Mm. The biggest thing? Well, one of the, I'll, I'll tell this story. I gave a talk. It's been several years, it's been five years now, but it was, it was, or maybe it was a very vulnerable story. I tell a lot of vulnerable stories. I've, yeah. I've been a theater performer for many years and I've, I've, put a lot of my authenticity out in a very public way. But this one particular talk I gave, it was a talk about my journey of not having children, which at the time, at least had been a very, very personal journey, very personal, very private because of the the expectations and the cultural expectations of, of women. And, you know, we're supposed to get married and have babies. At least that was a story I had been told. And so my, my journey as a a woman without children had been very private, but I was invited to give a talk on how I walk the edge. And immediately I knew this was the story I had to tell. Mm. And I told this story of my story of grief around not having a child. And as I approached the the night of the talk, the fear was so monumental and the day the day that I had to give the talk I was in bed that morning under the covers not wanting to go coming up with excuses trying to figure out how I could get out of it I was saying to myself Johanna why do you do this why do you put yourself through this you don't have to tell give this talk you don't have to do this why do you do this to yourself and I was you know I was thinking okay I could just call them and tell them I'm in Denver and my car broke down I can't make it what a disappointment so I'm crafting all these excuses, but then finally I got myself, I got myself to go to the venue, even backstage five minutes before I was giving the talk, I was wanting to run the other way and go to the toilet and hang my head over the toilet and vomit my anxiety. I was doing some of the practices I do with my clients and what got me out onto the stage was remembering that there was somebody in the audience who needed to hear my talk today. There was one person, if there was just one person in the audience who could benefit from hearing my story, then it was worth it. And that's what got me to go out onto the stage and deliver my talk. And in fact, there were many more than one. And and since then, the talk has continued to get really significant and meaningful response. People, people, a lot of people have seen it and have said to me, this made a difference to me. This helped me talk to my family about my not having children. This helped me 
make peace with my own story. And so I think when we're willing to tell those stories that kind of that take us to the edge and that feel private and vulnerable, those are the most powerful stories that somebody out there needs to hear. That's how we build community. That's how we heal. That's how we change the world is by making those connections in those little spots of of shame and secrecy and privacy, the things we feel like we need to keep to ourselves when we're really willing to take a stand there and open the door for connection. That's how so much gets unraveled in our own beings and and in the world. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Um, What's been the big question or the big truth that you've been expressing lately? I think the big question has been visibility. What does visibility look like and what new layers of visibility need to be revealed for myself, for my business? How can I step into my own visibility and my own thought leadership in a bigger, bolder way? That's what I'm helping my clients to do. And certainly I'm, I'm visible, I'm out in, um, in the public arena, and there are always new layers to peel away, new layers of visibility to peel away. So I think the question is, what are the new layers? What are the new yeah. layers and what does that look like for me? How yeah, and can I, I take myself to my own growing edge there? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, people forget that this is an evolution, right? You're always going to be asking more. So when you ask more, you have to let something go. Right. And that, you know, that's the role. And as, as a master healer, right, we, it's our kind of dedication to keep pushing that edge for ourselves. So we can then, you know, offer that to our clients. How do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? Yeah, absolutely. How would- um, I'm also active on LinkedIn and Instagram. I love connecting with folks on social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, mostly LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Instagram. Both are my main places okay. to be. And um, I always like, you know, when you reach out to me, just say, hey, I heard you on Jennifer's podcast. I'd like to know I like to know who I'm connecting with. I like to know where you found me. And so I love those introductions so we can make, we can make real connections with each other. I love that. Uh, If you gave out your website address, can you give it out again? Because you blanked out for a second. Uh, Johannawalker.com. Great. Thank you. There was a pip and then you went to LinkedIn and social media. So there. (laughs) So what's the kind of, I love though. What's the one thing you want everyone to remember from our conversation today? Oh gosh. I think just that you have a story to tell a message to deliver that somebody out there needs to hear. And no matter how uncomfortable it is or how, whatever stories you're telling yourself, I, if you feel the call, I say, go for it, go before you're ready it's going to make a difference in somebody else's life. And that's what we're here for. Beautiful. And of course, my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, 
what would your magnet say? I think right now it would say, let go of your coins to continue on your path. Love it. I love it. Continuing to, yeah, yeah. There's, there's more to let go of and more abundance to come when, when you do. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and for utilizing your voice and, and sharing us with us that amazing phrase about letting go. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. And of course, I'm Jennifer Rizzio. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment or contact me directly. Write a review. Don't forget about that. And most importantly, reach out to these amazing uh, master healers and visionaries. They have a lot of wisdom to share. And I'm pretty sure if you listened to this podcast today, there was a reason you needed to. So make a connection for yourself and receive more. And thanks a lot and bye for now. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.